Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hey, you, how are you today? Look at you being all awesome and stuff. So I am so excited for today. As usual, I know I'm always excited to record. But today we are talking y'all about freedom in structure, and that discipline and rest can coexist. And there's a lot of reasons that I wanted to record this episode today. But I'm thinking back to a group I was in about maybe 10 years ago now, it was a women's group. And we all went around and pulled a card. It was sort of like an art tarot card. And it was just so beautiful. They were so beautiful. And I remember my card that I got. And I didn't understand it at the time. And it's taking me years to actually deeply understand. And I'm still understanding what this card meant, but the card said on it, there is freedom in structure. And at the time, I was young and in my 20s, and I was living really in the moment and not much structure and not much of a plan, and just enjoying and doing everything pretty in the moment, not planning ahead. And it's not that I didn't plan at all, but I really felt like any sort of discipline or schedule was restrictive and it didn't go hand in hand with my soul. I didn't really think and see then how it would be possible to be on soul time and still feel freedom. Freedom to me at the time was not being somewhere at a a certain time and doing whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. And part of that is still true, I think, for me and for us as humans. But I have a different understanding and lens that I look through now. So that's kind of the beginning. And then this theme has come up so many times with other people and with some of my clients. And so I really just wanted to speak to this idea uh, between the balancing between freedom and structure and discipline and rest. And so today also, I just want to say is my 52nd episode, y'all. What this means is that this is the last episode in my very first full year of doing this podcast. And this, for me, I want to celebrate because this is a landmark occasion for me. And I'm deeply reflecting on how I've been doing this podcast now consistently for one year without fail every single week. I've done this podcast and recorded and written episodes even when I didn't feel like it. I've done it even when I'm traveling and I'll plan ahead. I've done it even after I was in a car accident and had migraines and a concussion. And even at times where I felt emotionally drained or the times where I felt an imposter syndrome washing over me and wondering why the heck am I doing this? And you know what? I know life happens, but I also know 
that if I only recorded my episodes when I felt like it, that there were certainly not be 52 episodes here for you to listen to. And I not only owe it to you, the listener, as a part of my commitment to wanting to serve you, most of all, I owe it to myself and to the vision that I have for this podcast. You know, I've always felt that this is just such a creative outlet for me, and it brings me so much joy truly to alchemize and dream and write and speak in this way. And it also feels like it's a really wonderful way that I can contribute both my time and my wisdom for free to you into the world. And so it's one of my ways that I try to give back. And I'm just so glad that I did this and trusted myself to start it. But it's one thing to start something, but then to have the follow through and the grit and the persistence and the discipline to show up weekly no matter what. And I think what's really interesting is a lot of us will show up for jobs we don't like or for jobs that are tough, or we show up when we pick our kids up at school. It doesn't really matter but what we're feeling like. But for a lot of us, when it comes to our own dreams or our own vision, we don't put ourselves or our dreams or our vision above other people. We somehow make excuses and find ways to not honor ourselves and to not follow through. And you know, I'm so glad that I've done this podcast because many people have reached out over the year and let me know that a certain episode has touched them in some powerful way or a lot of folks reaching out inspired by the podcast and wanting to do podcasts of their own. And I feel like that's such an honor and such a cool thing. And I love that I can be an example of maybe what's possible and what can happen in the world. It takes that discipline and that follow through, even when you don't feel like it, to do what you want to do. And so that's why today I'm talking about the importance of discipline and persistence, because without it, I don't think that you'll really be able to get your gifts, talents, and services into the world to people who really need them the most and whatever that might be for you. It doesn't have to necessarily be a podcast. I just think that another reason that I'm speaking to this is I see this in so many people's thought patterns, my clients, and just people in the world. And I know from experience because I used to think this way, and it seems like there's two camps when it comes to how people view this concept of inner discipline. But we, I think, have got it mostly wrong in thinking that there are two camps to begin with. And I'll explain why. But briefly first, I just want to talk about the word discipline. Because I think that the word discipline may for many people have a negative connotation or meaning. So I think some of you might hear this word and think of perhaps being forced to do something by someone else against your will or being disciplined as a child, or maybe you were disciplined as an adult after getting in trouble or doing something wrong, quote unquote, wrong at work. Um, You know, the term disciplinary actions were taken. So I just want to clarify that the meaning that I'm giving to this word for the purpose of this episode 
It's the kind of discipline that comes from you on the inside. And it's the kind that's internally driven based on your values and what you're saying you want to do with your life and what you care about. And it's something that you choose to prioritize because you have a vision and goals and they're important to you. I'm not just talking about discipline for other people or being disciplined in a way that's punishing. And I thought that was important just to cover because very different meanings. So there are these two seemingly opposite camps in regards to this concept of discipline. And I think that they need to be balanced and integrated. And so just like in other areas of life, there are very polar thoughts about this topic And I want to show you how that you can unify these seemingly opposite ideas today, both in your mind and in your body and in your life, if you haven't already. Because I noticed that with a lot of my clients and a lot of people in the world, that these two don't seem to coexist. It seems to be black and white one way or the other. And I'm suggesting that we need integration. And So often people and some of my clients, they view discipline as interfering with or limiting their freedom, or they see it as something that prevents them from being on what I call soul time rather than chronological time, or they see it as something that sort of inhibits them from being a creative, like in the moment kind of person or that it prevents them from listening to their intuition and listening to their feelings in any given moment and acting on them. And so I think when you're thinking this way and to them, and I've thought this way too, that being structured and disciplined goes against this value or belief. And this belief is located usually somewhere in the subconscious, but also it can be in the conscious mind, but a lot of times our subconscious mind is running the show and we're not even aware of it because it's on autopilot. So some people aren't even aware that they're believing this. And then some people are aware, but maybe don't know how to change it or don't think they need to change it. And so here's the thing. I think a lot of people use this, what I would call trendy way of viewing life, whether you do or don't do things. And it's determined as to if you're feeling a certain way. Now, the other polarity of this dynamic of people, they might be super disciplined, maybe type A, super structured and regimented, almost like militant, but they may leave little space to acknowledge feelings or intuition, or maybe there's not space to rest or sit with stillness, and they may not listen to their bodies or intuition or be open to inspiration, and they might miss out on opportunities or important messages or learnings, and sometimes even to the detriment of their well-being. So those are kind of the two polar opposites of extremes of this thought camp around discipline that I'm talking about. And I think a lot of times people are resistant to structure or discipline because they feel it interferes with their perception of freedom. And I think that a lot of the times, the ways that we've had structure in our life relates to the outside world and everybody else telling us 
where we need to be at what time and for what reason. And it was coming from outside of ourselves. So rebellion against that makes sense, especially if it's something that you don't really want to be doing. So a lot of times clients or other people, they're so disciplined and they don't slow down or listen enough to their own inner messages. And this extreme of rejecting discipline, but also being like overly disciplined and militant, neither extreme is really holistic or helpful without the flexibility to be able to engage with the other realm if and when it's called for. Here's the thing, if we all just decided to rely on our ever-changing feelings and moods alone to dictate our behavior or actions, I don't know about you, but I would never get anything done and I don't think you would either because we have ever-changing moods and feelings and I don't think that most of us would probably accomplish very much in a day or in a week or in a month or in our life. And so yet there's this truth that If we don't slow down to listen to the subtle or maybe even sometimes louder messages from our bodies, our sensations and feelings, from our intuition, that we would miss important messages or we'd miss a spark of inspiration to create something new or we'd miss an opportunity to meet with an important person or interact with someone that we were supposed to interact with. And then we're not as open to signs and cues or clues. And sometimes in the worst case scenario, when we're not listening to the messages in our life and we're not listening to our bodies, we maybe even end up injured or sick so that we are forced to slow down and take stock and listen. And so that's not good either. And so of course, I want you and you should choose to live your life on your own terms And you should feel good about how you're living your life and however it works best for you. You know, some people are going to just always need slightly more freedom and flexibility. And some people are going to just operate better with more structure. And I'm not even trying to change that. But what I'm saying is most of our lives could be vastly improved by being able to hold and explore both of these ways of being and views at the same time and applying them in our life as needed. And I'll tell you though, that most really high achieving and really successful people are highly disciplined, but they still find time for rest and fun. And I can't speak for everybody. I'm not saying that everybody that's successful has a perfectly balanced life. But this is what I know. They schedule things in advance and they take advantage of the way that our human brain works when planning ahead. And then they honor what they planned every day, every week, and every month before. Because here's why. It not only allows more time for everything that they want to do in their life based on their values, it builds a trust and confidence in oneself. It builds and creates honor with ourselves. When we say we're going to do something and we plan ahead, we're using that frontal lobe in our brain. And that is responsible for executive functions. And it has our best future self in mind. And I've talked a lot about this before on other episodes. But when we plan ahead, 
whether it's food or activities or whatever it is that we're planning, we're thinking about our life from a really high level view that keeps and considers our most aligned self in mind most of the time. If we make decisions in the moments, often it's from a place of exhaustion, of fatigue, of stress, of impulsivity, and we're no longer using our frontal lobe for making decisions that has our rational and higher self in mind. In the moment, our decisions usually are more emotional. We're using our limbic or reptilian brain, and we're going to make choices that are more in favor of immediate gratification rather than that delayed gratification. There is such a freedom in knowing that you did everything you wanted today, including scheduling time, not only for work, but for fun, for friends, for rest, for family, and for self-care, and all the things that you value the very most. And when you schedule your day like that, that is freedom because you know that everything that's important to you is getting done or happening, even if that's including rest, even if that's including Netflix and chill, because here's the deal. How many of the times do you procrastinate or ignore one of your values or things that you wanted to do and you watch Netflix, but the whole time that you're watching Netflix or distracting yourself, you're feeling anxious or guilty and you have your monkey mind going on. So the time that you're thinking that you're resting, you're not actually mentally resting. You're feeling guilty or you're thinking about that project or you're thinking about that thing that you didn't do that you wish you would have just done. So what I'm suggesting is the real freedom comes when you did everything you said you would do that day. And then when you sit down and watch something on Netflix, you can be 100% present, 100% there and 100% relaxed because you're not worrying about all of this other stuff. And I just feel there is so much real freedom in that. And also, here's the deal. This is a key point. We can be super disciplined and still feel our feelings at the same time. I can feel super sad and even be crying or emotional and then still record my episode for the podcast. And in fact, I can even use the feelings that I'm having to fuel my recording in a super authentic way. I don't have to ignore the fact that I'm feeling sad, but I can still honor myself and honor my time and do what I said I was going to do. Now, does shit happen? Yes. Yes, we can. We reserve the right to be flexible and reschedule, but we should only do that once we're in a habit of being disciplined. Because then once we're disciplined, I know I'm going to have my own back. And then if I do switch my schedule around, I trust myself that I will do it a different time if I schedule it. You know what? If I'm tired, I can still work out. You know, you can feel angry, but you still pick up your kids. You don't just leave your kids at school because you're sad or angry or feeling shame, right? We're so much more likely to do it for everybody else. But when it comes to ourself and our goals and dreams and needs, we just sometimes let it fall by the wayside. And I'm suggesting that we can do it all. You know, feelings will happen and we can still live life while we are feeling feelings and sensations. And yes, sometimes certain sensations and feelings are super uncomfortable and we will need to set aside time when we can actually cry or 
punch a pillow or whatever it is. But we can get really good at having that part of us be very alive and active and we can be present with ourself and our feelings, but we can still do what needs to be done. And I'm not saying I'm a pro at it. It's a work in progress. But I'm just saying that they don't have to be mutually exclusive. And also, if you really need to rest and your body is really needing rest, definitely listen to that. If you have a knee injury, don't go out for a run. You know, do schedule something else instead that's still active. Maybe you lift weights or do push-ups. But I think the challenge is sometimes in our life, our intuition is less obvious and our mind chatter and our habit of making excuses is really loud. And so I think we just really need to build our habit of discipline up. But at the same time, really attuned to your inner knowing and inner voice so that you know the difference. But the question is then like, how do you know if it's your intuition or if it's your mind just making excuses? And I think that's the question. I think we should err on the side of discipline. We need to get into a habit of honoring what we say we want to do and do it anyway. Once we're in the habit of doing that and we can trust ourselves and we know we're going to follow through, then we can start tapping into, is this thing that I scheduled today, could I do that tomorrow instead? And will I do that? Then we can start playing with flexibility. You know, oftentimes the other thing is so many people are legitimately so chronically tired that you always need rest, but then never seem to get it. And that's a real thing. And that has to do with, you know, the way that our society is set up. And and it's a really like complex topic. But in that exhaustion, there's this embedded idea, I think, in the narrative of our overculture and many other cultures, that our self-worth and value in the world is related to our productivity And I feel like that's complete bullshit. I am not saying that we work ourselves to the bone. And unfortunately, that's what a lot of us have to do or feel like we have to do to survive. But that's not what I'm advocating for. I'm advocating for you that you have more internal discipline to achieve the things in your life you want for you and for your family and for your calling to action in the world or your service in the world. But here's what I see is too many talented people not using their gifts or skills or calling in the world because either of this lack of discipline or confidence or lack of belief in themselves, or both, because they're definitely related. And that is just so sad to me. And that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. We have so much potential. We all do. I I don't care what your situation is. We have infinite potential still. It's just that we don't believe that or see that about ourselves or about the world. And so I feel that, you know, discipline is so important. And It's like we can pivot and we can remain flexible and in tune with our own body and our own needs in a really direct and honest way. But I'm saying that we should not 
and must not give up on doing and planning the things that really matter to us in our life in a big way, just because we're having an off day. Because the thing is, is that our repetitive small habits will then collectively form our life and our quality of life. And so in my opinion, this kind of freedom that we get from this kind of discipline with ourselves, it includes the ability and the skill that we can build in delaying immediate gratification now for a much bigger reward in the future. And you know, that's harder to do for most of us because we get a really nice hit of dopamine and sometimes serotonin from doing what we want right now. And that feels really good, but it's only temporary and it fades. Whereas when we plan ahead, we disrupt that immediate reward urge impulse we all have to varying degrees. And then we honor what we say we were going to do and we build that muscle. And it's just so beautiful and so important. So my question for you today is, where do you feel like you're most out of balance in your life? In other words, do you feel you are too structured and maybe too disciplined and regimented? And maybe you need to make a little bit more spaciousness for more playfulness and fun or let yourself rest more frequently. Maybe that looks like a nap or a meditation or deep breathing, something, whatever rest is to you. Or maybe you need to tap in and connect more with your intuition and leave space for inspiration to hit. Or do you feel like you're needing more structure? Are you super in the moment and creative, but that find that you're not really getting to do the things you want in your day and that your time is running out or in your week or in your month. Or maybe you just feel like generally out of control with your day because you were so in the moment, but then, you know, you feel like you're either wasting your time on social media or you're not accomplishing the things you want. Which camp are you in? Maybe you're, maybe you feel like you're in a good place, but just take an honest look and see where you might be just a little bit more out of balance and where can you lean into So I think that we can and we must make a plan for our day, for our life, for our week. We must honor that plan and then learn to still process and feel our feelings while life is happening to us and also, you know, remain flexible to changes that need to happen without completely abandoning ourselves. You know, in my life, I have swung both directions And I feel like I am more in balance now. And by no means am I perfect. Some days I still stay in bed later than I'd like. Or some days I'm so structured and I'm so regimented that I realize I need to take a moment to just be or breathe or rest. And it's definitely an ebb and flow of learning and just trying things out. And this is what I know, that if we are not internally disciplined, that if we don't plan ahead and plan from our values, the life that we want will not happen. And so I think that there's a way to have so much more freedom when we have this solid structure and foundation to get us there. I want to know what your thoughts are about this. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. 
And as always, thanks for being with me today. I truly appreciate you and looking forward to being with you again next week. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six-month coaching program. I'll work with just you one-on-one, and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside. Oh, 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 oh,